when you are shopping for appliances and you are walking through a big monster warehouse of an appliance store and you are looking for the thing very something very specific I was looking for um, I'll tell you a washing machine our washing machine went uh, went bad I was going to use the term went tits up but not, oh, not everybody would know what that means you're correct not everybody knows what that means <laughs> you don't think I don't you can't um, context clues anyway you feel free to add anything uh, yes our washing machine died We've resuscitated it a few times. We're done resuscitating it. We're buying a new washer. Nonetheless, guy, I'm walking around the appliance store and walking and walking and walking. It's big, huge, and it's uh, one of these scratch and dent warehouse appliance stores. And, um,. I'm looking for a washer, and I can't see a sea of dryers, no washer. I see like three washers. And they don't have the washers with the matching dryers. There's not, it's all different. So I go up to the guy, almost like asking for help. Like he, he will want, he's like, hey, can I help you with anything? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, quite frankly, I'm looking for a washing Dry, washer dryer combo because I would like to look at purchasing both of them and uh, he's like well we only get what they sent us, send us okay well did they send you a washer dryer combo well whatever you see is what you get okay but I just got done walking the store like seven times I did laps you seen that I was walking around so much so that you came and asked me for help and then when I asked for the help you choose to be angry with me. And he literally turned around and walked back to the desk and did not come back. I'm just standing there waiting for the guy to come back to like, uh, you're going to come back. And I'm like, I thought for a second there, I thought he was just going to like, go he was going to check something. Yeah. He was going to look at something. But at that point, like I, I believe he the desk to ignore me. Why even bother asking me for help? I don't know. Maybe he thought you were going to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find a dryer so that he could turn around and go, uh, there's a hundred dryers right there. <laughs> but you had a legitimate question and a he real... didn't want to answer it. Yeah. But it was just very aggravating because, um, I'm, that's what I'm in. The, it's a store full of appliances. You know, yes. I'm there to purchase an appliance. Yes. The correct answer should have been, the polite answer should have been, we don't have any washer-dryer combos at the moment. Mm-hmm. They only send us stuff sporadically. Yeah, this is what we have. This is what we have. Maybe I can take you and show you a couple things right. and, and help you in your purchase. Right. You know, here's the three washers that we have. Oh, okay. Cool. I mean, this is what I need. Yeah, or even that. Well, we only currently have three washers. These are them. Yeah. Yeah. Anything would have been better than turn around and walk away. I mean, quite. I mean, they this this particular place lost the sale because not that I was going to buy anything from there. I I mean, there was the potential. We specifically (laughs) held off buying something so we could go to that store and look. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
There was definitely the potential. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I need to get happy. I'm just super aggro right now. I am angry. Should should we do the other thing first and then come back? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. Um, By DNR. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, This show is about DMB, anxiety, and us. All of us. Everyone. Uh, My name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? Uh, I've had better. I've <laughs> I mean, had worse. It was ups and downs. Yeah. It was a very roller coaster of a week. Yep. It started off low for you, came back up, and I think I crashed. Yeah. I, I'm the only, I don't know. I, I did want to ask you how Friday was for you now that I am removed from it. Um, but I, I think that the only, not the only, one of the reasons I'm doing so good these couple days is because you're not and not like I thrive in your misery. Like, um, oh no, panic. David's upset. I have to fix it, which there's not necessarily anything for me to fix. There's nothing that I can do, but that like, that's my motivation to be positive. Like Mm -hmm. I have to help now. Instead of wallowing in my misery, I'm trying to pull you out of yours so yeah. I can go back to mine. <laughs> it's a little bit selfish. <laughs> I know. Only one of us can be miserable at time. Uh, yeah, ba- baseball, uh, softball, whatever, being the president of the, the little league organization where we live, this has taken a toll on me. I... Um, I can honestly say I'm done with it. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like with every job you have your ups and downs. Um, and this particular one, I'm just, I'm down, I'm beaten. I just, it's not worth all the headache that I'm going through, you know? Right. Um, and it's not that it's that bad. It's not that it's that bad. It's just the things that I care about and the things I want to fix, I have to deal with more people than, quite frankly, I want to. And I should be able to just change stuff. Here's just the way. This is this is what it needs to be, and you can't, you just can't do that. Right. It would be easier on you if you treated this like a dictatorship, But that's the whole point is people have treated it like a dictatorship in the past and that's not the correct way to do it. So you're doing it the correct way and it's a lot of work. It's causing me grief. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So anyway, thank you friends. Thank you. We (laughs) thank you so much for finding us and hanging out with us. Um, we'll be funny here in a minute. Give us a minute. Um, we're, yeah, we're so glad you're hanging out with wherever you find yourself right now. Um, we're grateful that you're spending that time with us in in your, in your room being angry like we are. Laying in bed, staring at your ceiling, listening to a podcast to calm you down. Yes. And, and we're grateful that you chose us to do that. Um, please find us anywhere you download podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, all there free free everywhere um 
and uh, thank you. We just we just cannot say it enough. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. It means the world to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yes, but my uh, me personally, this uh, this anxiety for the past two days that I've had is directly related to. Um, I just want to be less overwhelmed with things outside of work. You know, it's almost I'm taking on a second job. Yeah. 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 You already had a full plate. Yeah. And you took on seconds and you're not even done with your full plate. <laughs> yes. So, and, and that's okay. And, and like I said, we will get through it. Uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things that you just got to take it day by day, thing by thing, um, and, and then keep marching forward. And, and there's an end, there's always an end, but sometimes the, the ups and downs are real and they're, they're with everyone. The ups and downs are with everyone. Yeah. You're, it, I think that once it's done, like number one, you'll be proud. I'm proud of you. I hope that I hope that by the end of it, you'll be proud of yourself, what you've done. But also, even though you're standing in the thick of it right now, once it's finished, I I don't feel like it will have been as daunting than looking back. Yes. So. I hope. That's, yeah, that's the goal that we're moving towards. Yeah. You're, you're, we're traveling through a forest and we're in the middle of the forest, but hopefully we get to the point where we're on the other side of the forest and you're like, ah, that wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. But as you're in the middle of it, you're going, fucking tree, tree, fuck another tree. Damn it. A tree. (laughs) There's trees everywhere. It's forest. (laughs) It's it's everywhere. Yes. It's a forest. Yes. Great analogy. (laughs) Really. Really hit a home run there. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Um, so we went, we uh, took the girls to a Japanese steakhouse for the first time. Hibachi Steakhouse. Yes, for the first time. And we wanted to treat them. But it was a Friday night. Um, you know, we just got paid. And like, hey, let's take our kids and let's go celebrate something as a family. Um and it was a fun experience. Like, yes, yes. Um, we have been to Hibachi Steakhouses before, you and I. Mm-hmm. So this was not our first time. This was the first time we were taking the kids. Um, we thankfully, which I appreciated this. I don't know if you even noticed. Our family with children was paired with another family with children. Yes, there was... Uh, thing full of children right and i think that that's great that they took the time to notice you know that we're creating this tiny atmosphere at a grill there's one giant family all together there's couples there's two small families paired together yes they did it absolutely correct yes um however the the chef guy that we got like he could tell like he was a young guy um, he's in it like he what he didn't I don't know that he cared uh, about 
the table. Uh, not as much. And I will say, um, I think that he was reading his customers very well, though, too, because he definitely engaged our family more than the other family. And we were definitely in it for the entertainment more than the other family was. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure how you go to that thing. Like the, the, the other family. And, and, and of course, who are we? Yeah. We judge? don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. And everybody does things differently and it's okay. It's okay. Um, but it, it definitely felt like the other family was just there to be there. Yeah. And, um, I don't know that they necessarily needed to sit at the hibachi for what they were doing. I mean, they did get food from the hibachi, but you can also get that food from the kitchen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, correct. And maybe, do you believe, I don't believe that we would ever go there enough to be numb to it. Oh, I agree. But I think feel like we it was, do it, that in our lives anyway. Like it was a treat. It was something like different out of the norm. And we knew that we were going to, we're going as a, a you know, like I said, a treat for our family. It's a, a an evening out, a date night per se with all of us. Um, but the other, and, and again, who, who are we? We're no, we can't, we shouldn't judge anybody. And not that I'm trying to, but it definitely felt like they were uh, regulars or like they've been doing that a couple times. So, like, it's, there was some disinterest there. Yeah, it was old hat. Yeah. Yes. Which is okay. Yeah. It was really good food. Yeah. It was so I can understand, like, look, I really want this good food. It's not that I necessarily need the show, but I'm going to go eat this food because I enjoy it. Mm. And that's where you and I feel like, eh, just go sit at a table. Because we've done that. We have been to hibachi steakhouses and just sat at a table. Yeah, just go sit at the table right. and, you know, go And away. that's okay, too. Yeah. Um, anyway. So the first time, I believe the first time we ever went to one of those, uh, uh, um, where the city minor and, um, we were there as a couple long before we had kids. And I remember that guy, the, the chef guy, um, was flipping food into my mouth. Yes. Multiple shrimp. Yeah. And I was catching them. Like, yeah, you did like seven or eight in a row. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I was nailing it. Yes, on it, on it, on it. Yeah. I couldn't catch nothing this time. I Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't like... A so maybe you didn't have enough beer in you? I don't know, because I feel <laughs> like when we've gone out on dates in the past, you know, like uh, somebody else drives or whatever it is, yeah. like you just start drinking and you... you uh, what is it just like chain smoking, but with drinking, like you okay. just, as soon as one glass is empty, you start yeah. with the next one. Yeah. Whereas when you're 40 and a dad and out with your family, you're not trying to hammer them down. No, no. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So I think that you were too much in your head. I was, okay. You were thinking you were overanalyzing catching the shrimp. Okay. Even though it wasn't shrimp. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, yes. And um, I wanted to impress my kids too. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Pressure know, was on. The pressure was on. You Maybe I buckled under the pressure. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh. I, I buckled under the shrimp pressure. Okay. But I caught one. Yeah. Oh, did you? You yeah. were there. Yeah, yeah, I was there. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I was more worried about me than I was you. <laughs> The fact that you didn't catch yeah, it. Yeah, that's a, the fact that I didn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hooray for you. No, you're right. You did catch one. I remember very yeah. vividly. It was like burned into my in I'm brain. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't take it back though. Um, but the kids definitely enjoyed themselves and the food was fantastic. And I'm glad that we did that. And they asked like immediately, when can we come back? Well, it's yeah, going to be a little while. We yeah, don't yeah. do this every night. We are, you know, we don't even, I, I wanted to say we don't even eat out every week. I think we do actually eat out every week, but yeah, like once a week, I yeah. would say, um, we'll give you a night off cooking or maybe I'll go, I'll go to the grocery store and cook sometimes. Um, whatever the thing is, right. yeah, we, right. we at least do one thing a week, you know, and speaking of old hat, not that I, Oh <laughs> yeah, no, actually like old hat. That's old, old legit. Hat. That's old. That's kind of, yeah, legit. that's old hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so friends, when I was a child, we lived at my grandma's house for many years and sometimes I was tasked with helping my grandma clean or organize or whatever it is. And I can remember one time we were going through things in the attic and my grandma had this hat box and we opened it up and it was my grandpa's hat. Now, mind you, my grandpa died many years before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So I never met the man. Um, but whatever it was, I saw the hat and immediately 12 year old Rachel is going, I have to have that hat. I have to have it. Grandma, I want that hat. And she's, Oh no, it's just grandpa's old hat. And I, grandma, I really want that hat. So for years I would tell her, I don't want anything else in your house. Grandma, the only thing I want is that hat. That's the only thing I want. And then sure enough, years later, yeah. we're married. We have kids, yeah. kid. kid. And uh, grandma passes. And when we start going through stuff, there's a little note kind taped of. to the hat box that says, Rachel. Like, oh, really? Yeah, the hat's for me. The hat was for me. I did get some other things from my grandma. Yes, thank you very much. But I think that she recognized for whatever reason, how important it was for me to have that hat. And so for multiple years now, I have had my grandpa's hat. I've moved it from home to home to home. <laughs> yeah. Not just two, but yes. No. Cause we had an apartment before yeah. okay. our house. Yeah. And, oh no, I guess I didn't get it until we were in the house. Did yeah. I anyway, but even in houses from, you know, basement to attic to room closet to whatever it is. Yes. So, um, yeah. So this week after all of this time, the hat box finally disintegrated. I could not salvage it anymore. The hat box is done. So now I'm scrambling, trying to figure out how do I want to store this hat so that it stays so beautiful and pristine from the 1960s and, uh, it's it's, out. Yeah. It's like a 1950s or 1960s. Yeah. It's like a bowler hat. Um, it's a, uh, it's a Bean Crosby hat. Yeah. It's a fedora, but it's not a fedora. Yeah. It's got fedora-esque qualities to it. Right. But it's full size. Yeah. And, uh, it's got a strap, a black strap. The ribbon. It's like a gray, it's a gray hat with black. Gray felt. Uh. With a black ribbon. Ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to take a picture of it for you guys. Like a little bow tie. Yeah. It's my grandpa's dress hat. Um, but it's out now. It's out right now. It's on my dresser and I 
had it out and I'm looking at it and David, you know, why do you have this hat? So I'm explaining how important this hat is to me. I've always wanted it. It's mine. It's my hat. It's mine. Why? I don't know. I always wanted the hat. It's my hat. And David said, why don't you wear it? <laughs> and I couldn't answer that. I don't know. I don't she never is, wore that. As important that. as this damn hat is, I've never worn it. Never. Not once. <laughs> so I just, you're right. Why don't I wear that hat? Well, I mean, why? what's the point of having it? If I'm not going to wear it, why do I have things? This is ridiculous. So Monday morning, I'm showering. Like, I'm going to wear the hat today. I'm going to wear the hat. I'm wearing the hat. So I planned this whole outfit around this whole hat. Yes. And I wore the hat. Yeah, you wore the hat. And everybody talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Everybody talked about the hat. Yeah. The and hat then you brought something up to me. You said, hey, I wonder if that hat's worth any money. And I thought, shit, I can't believe I just wore this hat. <laughs> yeah, we end up looking up that. The hat's worth, the hat is actually At worth. The minimum. A couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, the hat's But worth we actually can't find this hat. So it makes me feel like either it's worth zero or it's worth more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the the hats that are similar in manufacturer and style are a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, and, and this hat is more unique than those. Um, so yeah, we like, but even still, at no, that, yeah, and I feel not, like yeah, no, I I want the hat. I don't care what it's worth. The whole point was I want the hat. It's yeah. my hat. <laughs> I have Wait, a hat. At what value is that? Like where you you know at what value? Because it's it's really a, 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 a like it's a memory of a person that you never knew. You're correct, but also this was my favorite parents' favorite parent. It was my. And my mom loved her mom, mm-hmm. but her and her dad were buddies. Okay. And me and my mom were buddies. Uh-huh. So to me, it was just an extension. It was a way to get to know her buddy. Okay. So she, yeah, okay, that's good. Yeah. Like, yeah, she gave you uh, appreciation for a man that you never knew. Right. And subsequently, you get to celebrate that appreciation through a hat. I mean, yeah, it's just a hat. <laughs> but no, yeah, the the sentiment the, yeah, is there. The yeah. sentiment is there. But you wore it for the first time. And you're right. You looked very snazzy in that hat. And everybody gave you all the compliments. Yeah. <laughs> so I wore a dress. And I wore jewelry. And I put on makeup, which I don't normally do. Yeah. And you're, I wore my hat. You really gusted up. I did. Okay. So to the next day... To make up for it, I wore workout clothes. Yeah, you're very sloppy. (laughs) Yeah, leggings and tennis shoes and just a t-shirt, you know, a Marvel Mm. t-shirt. I got as opposite as I could get. And in all actuality, I felt like I got the same amount of compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Which I didn't understand, but whatever, it's okay. It's... People see fashion in different ways, and the people that saw the fashion the one day were not the people that complimented me the second day. It was the opposite group, you know. Yeah. And that's fine. It's beauty in the, is in the eye of the beholder. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. We went out this weekend. Oh, we did. We haven't gone out for a while. 
we went to a bar. Mm. Yes, yes, we did. And we both, we actually, we got there on time. And everyone else was late, which is okay. But here's the thing. They're all either single, have no cares in the world, um, a couple with no children, so they do whatever they want, whenever they want, couple with young children, so they're on their kids' time. Yeah. And we are the veterans. Yeah. <laughs> we were definitely the veterans. Yeah. So, yeah. the yes, we, we have kids, and we've been coupling for a while, and uh, we've, we've figured this thing out. We know how to get to a place at a time that we want. Yeah. And we do that now. I, I plan far enough ahead of time. I get started early enough so that we can be at the place at the time. Mm-hmm. An hour before everyone else. <laughs> An hour and a half. but while we were there um there were other people that were in and out as such happens at a bar and something happened and it really it really bothered me it bothered me so much so that i talked to a bartender friend of mine about it um couple came in she ordered a drink i don't know whatever it was um margarita yeah and he ordered an Irish coffee, but yeah. only if he can get that with decaf. Yes. And I thought, what? What? Wait, what? Excuse me? Which I didn't say anything. I didn't know these people. Yeah. But it just really bothered me that, you know, either you want the Irish coffee or you don't. Or you say, hey, do you guys have decaf coffee? Can I get that as an Irish coffee? You know, it was just the way that he said it, I guess. I want an Irish coffee, but only if I can get it with decaf. Uh, well, dude, I'm going to tell you it's decaf, but I'm going to give you caffeine. Because yeah. guess what? Yeah. yeah, and don't be, yeah, don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. You know? If you want decaf, like, please, hey, thank you. I'd really appreciate it. I got a thing, you know, and, and maybe a small, like, hey, I'm trying to go to bed tonight earlier. Do you, do you mind if you get me decaf? But why the Irish just, coffee then, if you're yeah. that worried about it? <laughs> yeah, correct. Like, just get, just, just get, get the- a shot yeah. of whiskey and be done with it. Yeah. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. And and there's definitely other ways to drink whiskey besides coffee, but maybe this is his jam. Maybe uh, yes, a, absolutely. You know, yes. Like, I like, oh, have I people in my life that strictly drink decaf, mm. which they I don't know that they would ask for uh, <laughs> coffee uh, at a bar. Only want my whiskey with uh, decaf coffee, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, I was surprised at how much it bothered me. It shouldn't have bothered me. <laughs> I don't care. Whatever. Dude, you do you. Yeah. But it, I I don't know. Maybe it's just I have enough bartender friends that I felt like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> so my observations from the evening were um, definitely plentiful. <laughs> you know me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, first off is... This was hard to um, make the phone call. We have a friend, a beautiful friend. We love her very dearly. And she, her kids are the same age as our kids. And she has volunteered a couple times too. Like, hey, if you guys are ever going out, like hit me up. I don't mind watching your kids while you go out. But I always 
feel bad bad yeah we ask her we take her up on the offer yeah so here's the thing and i i know and this is i don't know whatever my justification inside my own head we do not have family in the area i'm like i will pay a babysitter normal child care hours i don't have a problem with that I will pay whatever, uh, you know, older high schooler or college student, uh, Friday night, Saturday night, so we can go out on a date night hours. But when it comes to staying out late or an overnight, normally you, you rely on family. Yeah. And that's just how I am. That's what to me you do. Where we live so that we would be sending our kids for an overnight at aunt's house or grandma's house or whatever. It, that doesn't happen. We do we not have family in the yeah, area. We just don't have family right. anywhere close. This person, I trust. I mean, I trust her with my life. I trust her with my kids' lives, obviously. Yeah. And there's not too many people around here that I feel that way about. There, there are other people. She's not the only one. But... Um, the convenience factor is there because our kids get along so well and I like her Mm -hmm. there, you know, there, there's just so many factors in there. So if there's going to be a late night or overnight childcare on the weekend, Mm -hmm. I prefer this one specific person and I just feel bad because we can't ever reciprocate that. Yes. And I've brought that up to her. I want to reciprocate that. Um, but she won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, she can't. Yeah. yeah it's not, no, it, um, she's a, yeah, she's a single parent. She's the children see their father, like she's, they're divorced and she, she's the, I respect this so much when her kids are with her, they're with her. They're not going to be. It's not her turn that it's her hours and her go out and not be with her kids. No, if she's going to go out, she's going to do it when they're with their dad. And I get that. Then she doesn't need a babysitter. She doesn't need me. She's going out with me, Mm -hmm. you know, that, but I, I still feel like I want to reciprocate this in some way. And I don't know how to, she won't take money from me. She won't let me take her out to dinner. I don't know what, I just love her for her friendship. That's, I mean, and that's what friends do, though. Friends help friends. Yes, yes. uh, 100%. I would do this for her. I would do it for her. Not an issue. Yeah, but we have to do something different. Right, right. We have to show up with... So it feels there are... I don't want to say negative feelings, because it's not that. It's just guilt. Feelings of guilt. Yes, it is a strong feeling of guilt every time I make that phone call. You're like, hey. It is. Hi. I don't feel like we do it too much. No. And there's been times where she's not been able to do it, and that's okay because I'm, I'm, I, you know, you have a life as well. Yes, and and she's allowed to say no, and we respect it. Absolutely. Um, but it's definitely hard that, that, um, that, and, and friends, we would love to hear how you, I mean, what do, what you, do, do? you do? I mean, cause most of the people will say, yeah, I leave it with parents or I leave it with aunts or, you know, family. I mean, that's, you know, but you, you also, I mean, you have to have time away from your children, you know? Uh, it's healthy. It is healthy to have time away, hmm. which is what we did 
Saturday night, adult yeah. time. Oh yeah, we got away <laughs> far away. <laughs> we were. I was high up on a mountain. <laughs> so, um, I struggle with hearing. And what I struggle with hearing. <laughs> My hearing is just not the best, especially in a crowded room, in the bar setting. I I can't hear. I, I can't. Know. I can't hear, and that's okay because I like I'm used to it now. Um, eventually, that's going to change. We we've already made provisions to start getting that correct. Yes, so working that, towards a goal. Working toward a goal. Yes, and that's it's it's going to change for me. I'm going to um, correct this issue. Um. However, right now, I, I, I have lived with it long enough to know that this is an issue for me. And one of the things you have when you, you were, or uh, I, I am a hearing person most of the time, um, but I have learned that with um, not, as my hearing gets worse, I lip read more. Mm-hmm. So in that, particular setting in a bar where there's loud noises, dishes clanging, music in the background, all that stuff, and people are having a conversation. I want to listen in on the conversation. I want to be part of the conversation. Um, and subsequently, that means I have to hear and, and respond. But my version of hearing in that particular th- space is looking at people's mouths and I have to stare very intensely at their mouth. And it looks, when you friends do this sometimes, stare at somebody's mouth to watch them as they're talking. When they are looking back at you, it makes it look like you are staring at them very creepily. <laughs> like you want to kiss them. <laughs> yeah, there's like a weird... Ooh, what is wrong with this guy? He is creepily staring at my mouth, but maybe at the eyes, but it's like a blank stare. You can't really tell if it's, what's he staring at? Like, what's going on? Um, so it happened a couple times in the bar sending, set, setting this past time where I was staring at somebody's mouth and then they looked at me like uh what's up dude and i'm like oh crap busted um you and i both know you and i I right and it doesn't bother me when you are staring at another person because you're trying to hear what they're saying (laughs) i know what is happening Mm -hmm. but right the the hardest thing is um with the amount of hearing loss that you have and the age that you look, it does not feel like it coincides. Yes. So people don't automatically, you know, if you were 70, if you looked like you were 70 and you're staring at somebody's mouth, you would automatically assume, oh, you can't hear me. You're lip reading. But because you look like you're only 40, I mean, you look like you're only 30. The <laughs> people are like, why are you staring at my mouth? This is creepy. 
<laughs> you and I know not everybody knows. Yes. Maybe I should get you a t-shirt that says, sorry, I'm staring at your mouth. I can't hear you. <laughs> you could just wear it all the time. hundred yeah. percent of the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, hopefully I get to a point where I'm not, I don't have to do that. Correct. Because I don't want to be a creep anymore. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I want you to be a creep. I just don't want to be a creep anymore. Yeah. I don't want So it. that being said, have you noticed that right now it feels very trendy for, um, it's usually men. I don't see too many women that have a big beard and mustache. Okay. <laughs> so when a man has a big bearded mustache, can you still hear him okay? I Or do you feel like well, what he's okay. saying is mumbled? Okay. Those tones are not Oh, I you're struggle. right. It's because of the it's oh, frequency. uh the pitch. It's frequency that yeah. I struggle with. No, hear. children and women more than men. Yeah. Which I have a deep voice. That's why you can hear me. That's why you can hear me so well. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because definitely with the kids, I repeat what they say all the time. Because yeah. you can't hear them. I just can't hear them. And it's... it frequently happens with women. You're right. Dang yeah. it. Dang it. <laughs> you thought you stumped me. I, no, I just thought it was funny. Okay. And I... um I struggle a lot with a lot of things in life. Um, but one of the things I struggle with, and it's a very, it's very mental and it's because, uh, I mean, I just, I like doing it. I like smoking and, and especially I know it's bad for me. I know it sucks. I don't smoke all the time. I'm not. And quite frankly, I think that's not, I think I know that's why I'm angry to, to start off the show. Um, I know I'm angry and I know why, because when I stop smoking, it makes me angry. Anyhow, um, it's a side effect. Yeah. So again, friends, if you haven't been paying attention, we went out this weekend. Yeah. We went to a bar. Yeah. And in that setting where I can't hear, I can't conversate. I can't engage. All I can do is just sit and drink and smile and nod at people. I get kind of, I don't want to say bored, but I'm like, ah, screw it. I'll go outside and smoke. So I wanted to go smoke. And, um, one, I wanted to get out of the bar and, and like take a breather for a second. Yeah. You like being around people, but in small doses. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes I like to just like dip dip out. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. Dip out for yeah. a second. And um, so I went and bought myself a pack of smokes. Which is uh like as long as it's rare and appropriate and all of no, those things, no. it, it's um justifying something that's unjustifiable. Yes, yes. <laughs> so um I get the pack, and it's like three blocks down the, the way from where we were at, uh, where the bar was at. I had to walk three two, three blocks down. And then I go to walk the three blocks back, and I open up the pack, and I'm packing the cigarettes, and I open it up and put a cigarette in my mouth. And a guy walks up to me. Hey, man, uh, can I get a cigarette off you? 
yeah, no problem. And pull out the pack and he grabs a cigarette. Uh, I'm smoking one at this point. And uh, he goes, you got a lighter? Yeah, yeah, here, here you go. And I was already reaching for the lighter or whatever. And then he looks at me, he's like, do you mind if I get another one? I was like, what? He wants a road cigarette. <laughs> do, you, do you mind if I get another cigarette? And I'm like, uh, okay, no, actually, I don't. But that's weird, isn't it? Like, I can, I get it for one, but to ask for two, like, all right, uh, yeah, you know what? Fine, yes. I, I'm not a smoker. I live by the bummer's code. We'll get into the bummer's code um, here in a minute. But um, I just, I was just so taken aback by that. Like, whoa, wait, wait, two. Okay. Okay, but here's the thing. I've seen you bum two cigarettes before, but it's only ever been off of friends. <laughs> yeah, somebody I know or something <laughs> right. like that. Like, hey, I'm going the, into the job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never a stranger. Okay. So I'm walking up the street, do to do, minding my own business. And a second lady comes up to me and like, hey, can, can I get a smoke? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, like this. OK, this is weird. This is really weird because I just gave a guy like it wouldn't even like 100 feet away. I just yeah. gave a guy two yeah. smokes. No, she like, saw that. Yeah, she I saw I have it. Yeah. So I'm like, OK, yeah, fine. Um, and same same thing. I get get the light around. She takes the light. And she's like, hey. Can I get another one? I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they were together. They think- were together. I do. I really think they were. Okay. I don't know. I really think they were together. Okay. Just a block apart. You know, so like this, one- this, I think this was strategic. Okay. Cause she, like she kind of walked up and um, targeted me specifically or whatever. So, all right, fine. Well, fast forward to maybe an hour later, um, I go back out. At this point, I'd gone in and come back out. And the third time, somebody asked me for a smoke. And um, same thing. Oh, yeah. You light a cigarette and be like, hey, can I grab another one? At this point, I was like, okay, this must be a thing now. This must maybe, be a maybe, a, and it very well could be specific to the to where we were. The I location, don't know. Yeah. yeah. It must be like okay, the grifters on the street now understand that if somebody's going to give you one, maybe they'll give you two. Yeah, and yeah. Th- and then it kind of were. Do you feel like that the first two people were grifters? Do you feel like because oh. you didn't say that? I think so. Okay, so then that makes me feel even more so that they were together. Like she yeah. watched you give her friend a second cigarette, so she knew automatically. At Ask okay. because she just watched it happen. So I think that after that, it was they told their friends, hey, there's this guy Bye. in this bar. This is how, you know, this is his jacket or whatever it is. You ask him for two. Ask him for ask two. Ask him for two. So I live by the bummer's code. Which is and a horrible code because yeah, you shouldn't yeah, be smoking anyway. 
Yeah. And I I have um always as a as a bummer myself, I I bum smokes all the time off people. I don't like it, but it's a code that I live by. It's because you're not a consistent smoker. Because I don't smoke all the time. I don't I go long periods of time without smoking. So sometimes you just bum one. Yeah. And it's one whatever. Um one. Easy. So what I do is this code is, I don't know that I made it up or not. I don't know that I did. I think I heard it somewhere. Uh, There's a couple rules to the code. One, never take the first smoke or the last smoke out of somebody's pack. You just don't do it. That's the rule of the bummer's code. And I'm very strict about it. I just don't do it. Somebody, people will be like, hey, do you, um, can I get a smoke? Yeah, it's the last one. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. I got another pack in the car. It's like, no, I won't. No, I'm not doing it. It's the code. It's the code. I can't. You sound like a pirate. <laughs> I really do. because It's I... the code. <laughs> it's the bummer's code. Like if I'm going to. If I'm going to live by this code, if I'm going to be a bummer, if I'm going to bum smokes off people, then this is the code I'm going to live by. And I think it's an admirable code. I think it's very uh, genuine. What? I I just had a realization. What? I don't know that I want to say it out loud yet. I'm sorry that you're calling me out. (laughs) You got distracted calling me out. And then the other rule to this, to the bummer's code, is that once you're a bummer, you're always a bummer. And when you have a pack of smokes, you will always, 100% of the time, give, give them, them away. away. Yeah. Give them away. So and if I, somebody's bumming a smoke off of you, you say yes. Yes. 100% of the time, I always always do it okay so let me ask you this has anyone ever asked you for a cigarette and it happens to be the last one yes did you give it to them i will give it to them but even though you won't take it even though i won't take it okay i will give it to them good for you yeah but i always remind them of the code That you made up some arbitrary rule that nobody else knows about. Nobody. But don't forget about the code. Okay, buddy. Whatever. Remember the bummer's code. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Well, it is now. It is now. Now you know. Now you know. And and then hopefully... The more you know. (laughs) Maybe other people in the world will start living by the bummer's code. And I think it's a good, um, it's a good rule to live by. Pay it forward. You heard it it here first. (laughs) Is it it a pay it it forward thing? I don't know. (laughs) I don't think anybody should smoke. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you're right. 100%. Nobody should ever smoke ever, you know. Um, but yes, agreed. And, and, um, yeah, I'm like, this is just something that's unique to me that I really enjoy um, doing. And yeah, I always tell. <laughs> no, in my head, it's like the 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 moral the you know, like I will always be moral when it comes to smoking. <laughs> 
there's I will say though, like in the the last couple months, like there's been multiple times where I've thought to myself, this is why people smoke. This is why you do this, even though you know it's bad. Like you just need something to release all of these feelings, which chemically I don't understand because cigarettes are a stimulant, but people smoke to calm down. Yeah. And that makes no sense. Uh, yeah. But also I'm not a smoker. Yeah. So it makes no sense. Rachel's never even put a cigarette into her mouth. Never. She just won't ever smoke ever. I won't. I won't do it. I Mm. mean, not that smoking killed my mom, but a little bit. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of that. The, 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 yeah, did definitely didn't help. Not at all. <laughs> That's why she was sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I'm not a smoker, and it's it is hard. This is like that is one of we've had that argument in that discussion. I hate that you smoke. I don't want you to smoke, but also I don't understand the addiction. I don't understand that need for it. Cause I've never been there. And I will say that I have heard people who have come, come over, overcome the addiction of even heroin say that Smoking's smoking worse. was worse. Nicotine was worse. And that was, I mean, that was a little bit of an eye opener for me, but I think that there's also some mental stuff in there too. Yeah. You know, smoking's legal, whereas heroin's like a death sentence. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which smoking is also a death sentence. It's just long term. Yeah. Not short term. Longer term. Yeah. (laughs) Not necessarily like Right. Long-term. Yeah. You're not in it for the long That's long. a marathon. <laughs> it's not a sprint. Yeah. You're right. So. <laughs> Smoking is a marathon. It's not a sprint. There's so many good times. I'm but, so sorry. This is horrible. Yeah. Like, I want to erase it all. Take it all back. So you did, or you got, you got a thing? Uh, not really. Okay. So you did have a bad day Friday. Mm-hmm. Your anxiety level was through the roof. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't understand it. Like, yeah. there, there's definitely hindsight in that one. Yeah. And my last couple of days have been rough. Yeah. And my anxiety level is through the roof. And it's directly related to work. Like, I, I the job I'm doing right now... Um, not that I'm not happy with it. I'm just overwhelmed with it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff to do. And I should take it, uh, you know, how does a lion eat an elephant? Uh, you say that. You're the only person I've ever heard say that. This is like the bummer's code. Uh, no, people say that all the time. David says that all the time. Uh, it's one bite at a time, friend. A lion eats an elephant one bite at a time. So you can't, uh, you can't just look at the whole elephant and be like, "How am I going to eat this?" You just have to like whatever task, whatever job you're doing, you have to just start doing it in small, chewable bites. Um, and that's, uh, 
how I approach anything work-wise or whatever. But right now, because the elephant can become very uh, anxious, so like overwhelming, and over, and we know overwhelmingness becomes anxiousness. And that's what I'm feeling right now. I'm, I'm feeling the elephant. David is feeling the elephant. <laughs> In the room. <laughs> so, um, I had to go through and look up a listicle. This is from psych.com or psychcom.net. Yeah, I messed that one up. It is... Work Anxiety and 10 Tips to Manage Your Work Anxiety. So, um, it was it was a pretty good article. Uh, the couple few points I wanted to... Because I, I read it as I related to... And one thing very specifically. Work Anxiety, 10 Tips to uh, Manage Anxiety at Work. Work anxiety can drastically affect the quality of life and leave your counting down the minutes until 5 o'clock comes around. Roughly 3 out of every 4 people with stress or anxiety in life say it interferes with their daily lives and their workplace is no exception. So I feel that right now. My daily life is struggling. Um, so the first thing it says here, know everybody's name at work. Uh <laughs> I happen to know where you work. Having a solid one-to-one, uh, one-to-one relationship with people in the office makes it easier to address problems with the individual rather than gossiping or venting the others. I don't have an individual. No, work. I I think that like in your case, it would be everybody in your department and direct relation to your department, which I think you do know all those people. I, I mean, I want to say everybody on your floor, but I don't but know it's that not it's necessarily my work. It's not my real job. That's my anxiety. It's my second job. It's my secondary job. Okay. Then you do know everybody's name. Yeah. Um, ask for help. And this is where I feel like I'm struggling. Yeah. I don't, I want to eat the elephant by myself or I feel like it's my job to eat the elephant. Right. So there. You, in life, in things in the past, I have seen you manage well. If you want someone to do something, you say, hey, can you do this? Hey, I need you to do this. This thing you want done a certain way. Mm -hmm. And... You have, you struggle expressing this specific exact way to people. So you just do it yourself instead of having someone else do it, Mm -hmm. which I understand because of what it is, what it is, is, (laughs) but yes, I think that if, 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 it was going to be long-term. I mean, believe it or not, a year does not feel long-term. Um, mm-hmm. I it's think a blip that, in the scale right. of life. Of I think that you would ask for help more. Mm-hmm. 
but because you see one year, you're just going to do it. You're just going to stand on your head for a year and it is what it is. And that's okay. Yeah. But you're in it. You're in the forest. <laughs> so it feels like anxiety. Yeah. Uh, avoid triangles. Many workplaces are built on gossiping and coworkers or venting about others. I don't have that luxury being on top. Well, there's only one thing. Right. Uh, because, because of the position, because you're on top, you're a mediator. You yes. are the person... Everybody comes to. Right. You are the triangle. You are the triangle. (laughs) But there has been one case where you created the triangle and it came back and bit you. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I understand that. Uh, Like, avoid the triangle. Yeah. Here you thought you had a line. Mm -hmm. You didn't. You made a triangle and it bit you. So, yes, if you can't avoid the triangle... Definitely avoid it. Mm-hmm. Set honest deadlines. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Deadlines are something that I'm I'm struggling with, um, but because right now everything is a deadline because yeah. the beginning of the season start. I believe here in a month it's going to be a completely different conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a different. We'll conversation. see. You know. What uh, happens? Use neutral language. Mm-hmm. Learn to use neutral language and calming language in the office that can help bring down everyone's anxiety at work. I don't think other people have anxiety. My anxiety is not related to other people right now. Uh, right. But this is still good advice because it's it's like I statements and feeling statements. And, you know, when you're working on communicating with a, a partner or a coworker or friendship, whatever. Um, neutral language actually is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's when you're caught up in the moment, it's really hard to stick with that. Yeah. That's the hard thing. Uh, stay in contact. You're and good about that. I, and this is where I think I'm failing. So this is the thing I wanted to bring up because this is something that I am very good at. But because of what is going on and because of the other people and I don't want to talk. I don't want to say because I know it's just going to everybody's going to put their two cents in and I don't. Like, this is the direction I believe we should go. So I want to say nothing because I'm just going to go that direction. And then what is the saying? Uh, beg, begging for forgiveness then is always easier than asking for permission. Uh, so I understand what you're saying. And I think we're looking at it differently, which you... Did you actually read yeah. the article? It's okay. hu- it's human instinct to avoid or cut off contact with people who make us uncomfortable. And the workplace is no exception. Maybe you stop relying on emails that you don't know how to answer. Or perhaps you avoid the break room after you've had a disagreement with a bullying coworker. So I initially thought... Like you reach out to people 
Mm-hmm. You do that. You open the line of communication. I really do try. Right. You cannot make someone respond. Yes. And the more you pester them, the further you're going to push them away. So there's a fine line in there. But. I, w- I would like people to be included. I would I want people to be included in what I'm doing. But I think my anxiety comp stems. But there's a direct stem in my anxiety because I believe that there's a chance people don't believe what I am doing is right. So I don't say the things because I don't want them to tell me no. Hmm. Has anybody... Okay, when... I want to succeed first and then go back and say, okay, here's what I did and here's how it succeeded. And here's why it succeeded because this is what we did. That's not being a team player. It's not. Um, How many times has someone disagreed with what you wanted to do. A lot of people just want to watch the world burn. Uh, That's not what I asked you. I mean, it happens. People definitely, like, there's people that just disagree because they want to disagree. So is that when you just don't come forward and do the thing and then come back later and say, this is what I did? Yeah. Okay. Um, So that is a little bit more understandable. I feel like if, I, oh, geez, that's, it's not being a team player, but you're also maximizing, I'm trying to justify this for you. Yeah. It's, I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, um, taking advantage of the opportunity I have to be in charge. And that's, and that's what stems my anxiety is like, cause quite frankly, I'm doing it wrong. It's okay to say that I am doing this wrong. And if I believe other people are going to give me grief, then I shouldn't be doing it without saying this. There's maybe more people that will be not giving me grief. There's a good chance there's eight people that will agree and three people that won't agree. You know, so, but the majority will always rule. But those I'm worried, I have anxiety over those three people because I want everybody to be unanimous. I want everybody. You can't. You, know, you can't. I'm sorry. You. I want to satisfy everyone. It's not a jury. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a unanimous vote. And as much as that sucks, I understand. I want everybody on the same page as well. But... We don't all think alike. No. We don't. And in a lot of times I'm glad. What yeah. a dull place we would live in if everybody thought alike. I mean, yeah, so I agree, obviously. I mean, but if everybody thought like me, the world would be a better place. <laughs> it's I, I also prefer like the devil's advocate scenario where it's not that they actually disagree, they just wanna put why? in that little like, let's wanna... discuss why. Yeah. They want to watch the world burn. There are people who just want to watch the world burn. 
uh, encourage in-person conversation. I mean, obviously, yeah, I, I do go out of my way to, to meet people and meet with people and, 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 uh, I, I, yes, I believe, um, talking in person, um, uh, focus on the facts. I actually think that's part of the reason you have anxiety is because you're doing so much of reaching out and setting up communication meetings and putting your face in that you're stretching yourself thin. Oh yeah. Could be. You're overachieving there. Mm. Okay. Focus on the facts. Focus on the facts. Mind, mind, your mind and emotion can feel pulled in many different directions when you feel overloaded. Yeah. This is like appreciated or misunderstood. Staying on task. Yeah. Staying on task. Yeah. So, and that's where I need to, this is where I need to rely on. I need to go back to focusing on the facts okay. or, or um, uh, access your resources. Last one here. Uh, many workplaces offer counseling and whatever. And uh, yes, my, uh, and friends, we're, I'm grateful because that's you're, you. you're, <laughs> you're my resource. We get to sit here and have this conversation every week and I get to talk through these things. So thank you. Thank you. We appreciate uh, the conversations that we have, and that means a lot to us. So thank you. What? Our fr- make- no, our friends are our sounding board. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not that you necessarily signed up for that task, but thank you. <laughs> Good. Um, so I got a song here, and okay. I heard it. I heard it uh, this week. Uh, actually, I heard it last week, um, but I saved it for this week, and I heard it with our daughter, and it uh, made me very happy, and I was singing it very loud, and I was like, oh, unfortunately, this is definitely a song that I should do. Um, it's definitely not, I don't know that it's the best year ever, but I don't know that it's not. Okay. I think it's probably pretty close. Era. Um, but the band is on was definitely on their way out at this point in okay. time. You're giving me hints, which yeah. I'll take. But yeah. um, I believe this is something that you will get pretty quickly. When I look into your eyes, I can see a love restrained. But darling, when I hold you, don't you know I feel the same? Nothing lasts forever, and we both know hearts can change. And it's hard to hold a candle in the cold. Blank, blank. No, no, you can't do that. If it means the title of the song. I don't know. Really? We've been through this such a long, long time, just trying to kill the pain. Ooh, yeah. But love is always coming, and love is always going. And there's, and no one's really sure who's letting go today. Walking away. And if you, and if we could take the time to lay it on the line, I could rest my head just knowing that you were mine. All mine. Really? 
You're so bad at this. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was trying to give you some hints. Um, it's November Rain by Guns N' Roses. Okay. I would have never guessed that. For real. Ever. For real. For real. I would have never guessed. No. No, oh, no, 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 I no, sang no. the whole song. Yes, because you loved 80s hair bands. <laughs> I did not love 80s hair bands. Yes, and this you was, did. I really believe this was like 1990 when this song came out. I, I would have never. I don't know. There's a million people screaming, hundreds of thousands of people screaming at their phone right now going, Rachel, this is, this is, you're wrong on this one. This is a very popular song. Is this the one with Slash? No, I know the video. Yeah. I know the video. Yeah. I know exactly which song it is. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. You play, you play. 1987. I was five years old. I was five years old when that song came out. I know the song, but there's no way I would never, never. No, really? 1987. Yeah. Oh, I, I sang it to our daughter, the whole thing. And uh, she was like, Dad, the song's gross. And I was the, like, yeah, yeah, she's not wrong. <laughs> I don't know which one it was, but she was correct. <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> Thank you, friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with these. We're so grateful. Um, please, Summer of Love still happening. Um, oh, my if gosh. I can, <laughs> all the things. If I can st- foreshadow some things coming up, we have we have uh, the next couple weeks I'm super excited for. We, we have um, some really, really cool interviews coming up uh, next couple weeks. So uh, please stay tuned. Um, so many more announcements coming. Um, last couple weeks, we've been working hard to, to, to keep putting things together. And the I think behind we, the scenes, I think we got some good ones. I, yeah. re- I really think we got some good ones coming up. So please stick around. Um, in the meantime, please go buy your love sign. Um, they're flying off the shelves. Everybody's getting yes. them. So please go get them. Unreal. It's unreal. The amount Thank you. Of, yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Um, please go to uh, tailgatecaravan.com. Um, go find them. Go, uh, buy a love sign. I promise buy seven love signs and actually start giving them away to other people. Um, you'll see. You'll see. Every Everybody's going to have them. You're going to be like, where did I get? What, what happened? Um and please go to uh, uh, mylovesign.com, the Matt Wadley Love Foundation. Uh, send their pictures, videos, any, and all of those things. It, it just means the world to us. Um, like this, this, this summer of love is definitely something very special and near, near and dear to our heart. And and then of course the live show happening night two of the Gorge, uh, day two at Tailgate Caravan event. Um, the Shut up, I love you team will be there. Uh, doing a live show so we'll have a live podcast I think we're going to try to do some comedy uh, maybe some improv comedy we're not (laughs) (laughs) it'll be so bad come watch us fail fail. (laughs) just crash and burn (laughs) so bad (laughs) it's going to be so bad but maybe there's a chance there's a glimpse there's a chance we could be funny 
there's a chance. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to bet against us. <laughs> to think, uh, yeah, we just, we just were so grateful. All of those things. Please uh, reach out. If you have any questions, concerns, issues, like, please reach out. If you want to come on the show, uh, please reach out. We, we would love to have you. We would love to talk to you. And um, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we'd like to take a, we, we would like to take a moment and say thank you. Wait a minute. Friends tell friends. <laughs> If you're listening to us right now, we consider you a friend, and we want to be friends with your friends. So please tell a friend; it means it would mean the world to us. And then try three of them. This is the first time you're listening. Um, what took you so long? But but try three, try three episodes in there somewhere. I think we can get it right after after a couple few. I think we can get it right for you. And uh, I want to take a moment and say thank you, thank you to Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things you do, so we can do the things that we do. And um, thank you to our for a up and down type of thank you D for being there when I need you um in same same seas <laughs> same seas I'm gone same <laughs> I don't know that I did anything for you though <laughs> we love all our friends and that means you and we hope you enjoy our podcast too don't believe anything I say we're all perfect today because we're blessed and you do you we love you